Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News Around the NFL podcast, where we talk about what is happening in the NFL football world. I am your host, Gage Burlingame, and I'm here to catch you all up on the news and updates around the NFL. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's talk some football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am Gage Berlingame, and I will be your host for today's podcast. In the last episode, we went over the most highly anticipated matchups of weeks 10 through 18 of the upcoming NFL season. If you have not listened to my most highly anticipated matchup episodes, I would recommend you listen to them because there are a lot of matchups this season that I am excited for. In this episode, we will go over news and notes around the NFL and talk about some rookies who are set up for success with their new teams. There are a lot of rookies that could have a very successful NFL career, whether it is because of their talent, or because the right team chose them, or even both. So today we're going to be going over 10 rookies that I believe are set up for success with their new teams. So, with that being said, let's get into the news. So I will be providing news from JPA Football on Instagram. If you guys want to go and give him a follow, that is where I get most of my NFL news. So, to start off, we have the Browns are signing David Njoku to a four-year, $56 million contract. This is a lot of money for someone who hasn't proved a whole lot during his NFL career. Now, he's now, I believe he's now in the top five of the highest paid tight ends in the league. He's with uh, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Dallas Goddard. Now, I think those four guys are have proved much more than Njoku has. But I do think that Njoku can prove that he is worth that much because now in Cleveland, they don't have Odo Beckham anymore. They don't have Jarvis Landry. They don't have Austin Hooper. So right now, I think he's the second best option in the passing game behind Amari Cooper. So I think that he'll prove that he is worth that much money. Some sad news here. Uh, Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney has passed away, according to former college and professional teammates. Jeff Gladney was only 25 years old, and he was a former first-round pick by the Minnesota Vikings back in the 2020 NFL draft. Um, Him and his girlfriend were uh, driving, and they got into a car accident. And um, unfortunately, both him and his girlfriend died in the crash um so my thoughts and prayers are out to the friends and families of jeff gladney and his girlfriend uh the buccaneers are signing defensive lineman akeem hicks to a one-year deal worth up to 10 million dollars akeem hicks is a very good run stopper and now that the the bucks lost in dominican sue and they they signed akeem hicks to match up with vita vea their run defense just got a whole lot better Steelers defensive lineman Stephon Tuitt has announced that he is retiring from the NFL after seven seasons. Stephon Tuitt finished his career with six forced fumbles, 34 and a half sacks, 246 combined tackles, 48 tackles for loss, and 94 QB hits. He had a very underrated career, and we wish him the best of luck with whatever he does next. Some more tragic news here. Former Cowboys and Bears running back Marion Barber 
was found dead in his apartment on Wednesday by the police. Barber was only 38 years old. Just more more sad news about NFL players uh, losing their life. And uh, the family has came out and said they still don't know what the cause of death was. And they will be donating his brain for CTE research. My thoughts and prayers are out to the family and friends of Marion Barber. Ryan Fitzpatrick has announced his retirement from the NFL after 17 seasons. Ryan Fitzpatrick had one of the most uh, unusual NFL careers. He's played for nine different teams, which includes the Rams, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets, Buccaneers, Dolphins, and Commanders. We unfortunately never got to see him play for Washington, except for like the first game of the season before he uh, injured his hip. Um, but I wish the best of luck to Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, during his retirement, and hopefully maybe he'll become like an analyst or a commentator someday. Seven-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman Alex Mack is retiring from the NFL. Alex Mack spent his last season with the San Francisco 49ers, and he also spent some seasons with the Cleveland Browns and the Atlanta Falcons. Wish him the best of luck with whatever he does next during his retirement. Legendary running back Frank Gore is signing a one-day contract with the 49ers and is retiring after 16 seasons in the league. Frank Gore is definitely going to be a Hall of Famer, if he is not already. Um, He is third on the all-time rushing yard list with 16,000 career rushing yards, which is more than guys like Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Tomlinson, Jerome Bettis, Curtis Martin, Eric Dickerson, and Tony Dorsett. Um, he is a he was a five-time Pro Bowler. He has played in a Super Bowl, and he has 81 career rushing touchdowns. What a career for Frank Gore. So, that is it for the news. Now, let's talk about some rookies who are set up for success with their new teams. So, I will be going over 10 different rookies... Uh, who I believe are set up for the most success with their new teams. Um, And I believe eight of these guys are on offense and two of them are on defense. So with that being said, let's get started with number one here. And this is not in any particular order. These are just 10 guys that I believe are that are set up for success. So at number one, I have Kenny Pickett. Pickett was the first quarterback taken in the draft and for good reason. He finished his collegiate career uh, with the Pittsburgh Panthers as the all-time leader in passing yards with 12,303, pass completions with 1,045, and passing touchdowns with 81. He will be staying home as he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers where he has a great chance to be a day one starter. Him and Mitch Trubisky will be the main two guys battling it out for the starting job. Um, and maybe Trubisky will... Uh, start the first game, but I think Kenny Pickett, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, Pickett has the best chance to be a day one starter. He is surrounded by great offensive weapons in Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermuth, and their second round pick, George Pickens. He also has a great head coach in Mike Tomlin, and I am very confident that with him being surrounded by great offensive weapons and having a great head coach, Kenny Pickett will have success with Pittsburgh. So coming in at number two, I have Drake London. Drake London was the first wide receiver taken in the 2022 NFL Draft. 
He is 6'4", 219 pounds, and he will be joining the Atlanta Falcons, where he will most likely be the wide receiver one for them, as Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the entire 2022 season. In three seasons at USC, London had 160 total receptions, 2,153 receiving yards, and 15 touchdowns. And half, half of those stats came last season uh, with USC, which led to Drake London being named as the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year in 2021. I understand that the quarterback situation in Atlanta isn't great, where Marcus Mariota is projected to be the starter, but they also drafted Desmond Ritter. Um, so he's probably not going to have, like, the best wide receiver season we've seen out of a rookie, but him and Kyle Pitts are the only good options they have in the passing game, and I expect London to have a great rookie season with Atlanta. So coming in at number three, I have Christian Watson. Watson was taken by the Green Bay Packers with the 34th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Watson spent four seasons with North Dakota State, where he finished his career with 105 total receptions, for 2,139 yards and 14 touchdowns. Watson is just an athlete. He's 6'4", 208 pounds, and he ran a 4'36", 40-yard dash. And now, he gets to catch passes from Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Packers lost Devontae Adams. They traded him to the Raiders. So Watson has a really good chance to take over the wide receiver one spot for Green Bay. The only other options at wide receiver for Green Bay are Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, and Amari Rogers. It sounds like Green Bay will be uh, starting Lazard and Watson on the outside and then have Randall Cobb in the slot. And Green Bay has had a pretty good history of second-round wide receivers, including Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and Devontae Adams. Christian Watson could be next on the list. So coming in at number four, I have Sky Moore. Moore was taken by the Kansas City Chiefs with the 54th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. In three seasons with Western Michigan, well, more like two and a half, because I think uh, he played five games in his sophomore season. I'm guessing he got hurt. Um, but Moore had 171 total receptions for 2,482 yards and 16 touchdowns in his career with Western Michigan. He is 5'10", 195 pounds, and he ran a 4-4-1 40-yard dash. Sky Moore will now be joining the Kansas City Chiefs to catch passes from Patrick Mahomes. Tyree Kill is no longer with the Chiefs, so Moore will have a chance to make an immediate impact with Kansas City. He's in a similar situation as Christian Watson with Green Bay, where both teams lost their best wide receiver, um, and now they have been chosen to potentially replace them. Right now, Kansas City has... They still have McCole Hardman. They signed Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Um, so I think Sky Moore has a chance to become the top target at wide receiver uh, for Kansas City. Coming in at number five, I have Chris Olave. Olave was taken by the New Orleans Saints with the 11th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Olave finished his career at Ohio State with 175 receptions for 2,702 yards and 35 touchdowns. 
Olave is six feet, 187 pounds, and he ran a 4.39 40-yard dash. Olave now gets to learn under two great route runners in Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry. The Saints struggled to pass the ball last year due to Michael Thomas being injured and not really having a reliable second option. Last season, they were throwing the guys like um, Marquez Callaway, uh, Deontay Harris, who is now going by Deontay Hardy. Um, so they didn't really have a whole lot of options besides Alvin Kamara. Um, but now that might change this year, now that Michael Thomas should be back this season, and with the signing of Jarvis Landry and drafting Chris Olave, I think I think the Saints passing game is, is going to be pretty good this year. Um, Olave was a touchdown machine at Ohio State, and if Michael Thomas isn't 100% yet, I think the Saints will be in good hands with Olave and Landry. Coming in at number six, I have Traylon Burks. Burks was drafted by the Tennessee Titans with the 18th pick in the NFL draft. He is six foot two, 225 pounds, and he ran a 4.55 40-yard dash. The Titans traded AJ Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles for the 18th pick, which they used on Burks. So Burks has a lot to live up to. Burks finished his career at Arkansas with 146 receptions for 2,399 yards and 18 touchdowns. Burks is a big body wide receiver with very good rack ability, and the way he plays reminds me a little bit of Debo Samuel because of his physicality and rack ability. Some people are concerned about Burks because of his slow 40 time and because of his weight. I will say he is a bit heavier than your typical wide receiver, and his 40 time wasn't great, but when you watch his tape um, at Arkansas, he is a lot faster than what his 40 time says. He now joins Tennessee and has a chance to become the, the number one wide receiver for the team. Him and Robert Woods, who they traded for during the offseason, will now be uh, battling it out for the wide receiver one position. And I think Tennessee will still be in good hands, even though they lost A.J. Brown. Coming in at number seven, I have Brees Hall. Brees Hall was selected by the New York Jets with the 36th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. He was the first running back selected in the draft, and for good reason. He is 5'11", 217 pounds, and he ran a 4'39", 40-yard dash. He finished his career at, at Iowa State with 3,941 rushing yards and 50 rushing touchdowns. He also has 734 career receiving yards and 6 receiving touchdowns. Brees Hall led the nation in rushing yards as a sophomore in 2020, and he is a two-time Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. He is now expected to be the starting running back for the Jets and could end up being one of the best running backs in the league in the next few years. I expect Hall to have a workload that is on par with some of the top running backs in the league, like you know Jonathan Taylor, uh, Najee Harris, uh, McCaffrey, all those guys. Um, that's, that's just how good of a player Brees Hall is. Uh, I expect him to have probably about 20 to 25 touches a game, um, which if he does if he does get those touches, he's going to be a very good running back um, for the NFL and for fantasy football. Coming in at number eight, I have Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce was selected by the Houston Texans in the fourth round of the 2022 NFL Draft. He is 5'10", 218 pounds, 
and he ran a 4.59 40-yard dash. Pierce finished his career at Florida with 1,806 rushing yards and 23 rushing touchdowns. He also had 422 receiving yards and 5 receiving touchdowns. Pierce was very underutilized at Florida, um, but he still showed signs of being a great running back. Um, He's not the fastest runner, um, but he is very strong, and he's a very physical back, and he averaged 5.5 yards per carry in his career at Florida. He is now with the Houston Texans, and their running back room right now isn't the best. Uh, Their top two running backs right now are probably Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead. Pierce has a chance to beat those guys out, and he, he, he definitely has a chance to take the starting job, and if he does, he's going to have success. Coming in at number nine, I have Kyer Elam. Kyer Elam was selected by the Buffalo Bills with the 23rd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. He is six foot two, 191 pounds, and he ran a 4.39 40-yard dash. Elam finished his career at Florida with 78 total tackles, 20, 20 pass deflections, and five interceptions. His father Abram played in the NFL for seven years, and his uncle Matt is currently playing for the Edmonton Elks of the CFL, and he was a former first-round pick by the Ravens back in 2013. Elam is a shutdown corner. <clears throat> excuse me. Elam is a shutdown corner, and he is very competitive. When the Bills gave Elam the call to let him know that he is a Buffalo Bill, he told them to put the playbook on the plane. He will be playing opposite of Tredavious White, and he will be playing under a great defensive-minded coach in Sean McDermott. And finally, coming in at number 10, I have Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson was selected by the Detroit Lions with the second pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. He is 6'7", 260 pounds, and he ran a 4.74 40-yard dash. He finished his career at Michigan with 156 total tackles, 17.5 sacks, and 5 forced fumbles. It wasn't until his senior season where he showed signs of being an elite pass rusher. He had 14 sacks last year, and he helped Michigan make it to the college football playoffs. Hutchinson is now a member of the Detroit Lions, where he will now play under Dan Campbell. The Lions lost Trey Flowers, but now he is replaced by... Aiden Hutchinson, and he has a chance to make an immediate impact in the league. His big frame and mobility will be a nightmare for offensive linemen to deal with. So, those are some rookies who I believe are set up for success with their new teams. These rookies have a chance to make an immediate impact with their new team, and I am very excited to see them in action when the season starts. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I am Gage Berlingame, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye.